Hey, friends, thanks for joining me for another episode of Transform Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Zeller. If you're new to the pod, I'm so happy to have you here. In these episodes, I share some stories, give some tools, talk about the nature of transformation and how to make transformation easier, and also to give you some context about what's happening, because it always helps to know what is going on. Thank you so much for those of you that have been leaving me reviews from the bottom of my heart means so much to me. And for those of you who have been sharing podcast episodes, this one in particular, I think is a pretty shareable episode. So if you know anybody that is going through a season of change and could use a new way to think about it or a little additional support or some extra tools, forward this episode along to them. That is how I have discovered so many rad podcasts is from friends of mine forwarding them to me. It's a great way to kind of share the love with those that you care about and that you are close to. I have a bit of a newsletter sort of a newsletter. Uh, What I share in this newsletter is some teaching, some insights, kind of similar to what I might share on a podcast episode, but these teachings are private. They're just for subscribers. And I also share some media recommendations, things that I have heard, other podcasts, that sort of thing that have, I thought, been really, really powerful. For those of you that know me, know that I take in loads of aligned information, meaning information that I feel is really pertinent to me and that can be useful to me and my clients and the work that I do in the world. And because I take in so much information, I really do like to share some of it with others, especially those really powerful podcast episodes that I'm listening to or some of the books that I'm reading. So if you are at all interested in getting this newsletter, it comes maybe about once a month then you can subscribe to it. It is called The Drop and you can sign up for that in the show notes. So wherever you are listening, there are show notes and you can subscribe to The Drop in the show notes. You can check out my three primary offerings in the show notes. I have three workshops. One is fully self-guided called Trigger Free and that makes you fully impenetrable to triggers people. So if you get triggered, you can take your trigger through trigger-free workshop and become trigger-free from that trigger. It works. It really does. You can check that out in the show notes. You can also check out my other two offerings called Transform Foundations, which is kind of like this podcast, but on a ton of steroids because it gives you implementation, how to actually apply all the learnings. Plus there's obviously loads more videos and teachings that are not in the podcast. And then I have Your Life's Work, which is interestingly a really evolved and is a workshop that helps people find joy, passion, meaning, and clarity in their career again. So many people in their 30s, 40s, 50s are hitting this wall and they're like, wow, My career is not what I thought it would be. It is not as fulfilling as I thought it would be at this point in my life. Maybe you've achieved a lot. Maybe you have a lot of success. Maybe you don't. Either way, it's not a deeply fulfilling thing. And here's the thing. If you're listening to this podcast, you are waking up or you've been 
awoken for a while. And so is the rest of the world. Over 50 million people have left their jobs in the last several months. 50 million people. It's hard to even conceptualize that. Why are they doing that? Because they realize that their life is more valuable than going to a job every single day that doesn't light them the fuck up. So your life's work helps you sift through all of that is not a workshop to leave your career. But if that's what you want to do, it can be. Interestingly, I've had people come into this workshop that have thought they wanted to leave their career only to change their mind with the insights that the workshop has provided. I've also had people come into the workshop that have thought they didn't want to leave their career and have changed their mind. But it's fully supportive of anybody who's just dissatisfied. So if you're dissatisfied with your career, check out your life's work. Get on the waitlist. There's a VIP waitlist because I'm not sure when it's going to open up for enrollment. But when it does, it's going to the VIP waitlist first. And if it fills up, then I will never have an official launch. So if you're at all interested in this workshop, for sure, for sure, for sure, get on the waitlist. So there it is, folks. That's the work I'm doing in the world. But I'm also here with you today with this podcast episode. Keep your eyes open for future episodes too, because I've already recorded another one that's coming your way soon. Without further ado, please enjoy this episode on Seasons of Change. Hello, 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 everybody. Oh, it's good to be back. It's good to be back recording. I'm just, it's its such a beautiful day today in LA. I stepped out of my house onto my back patio and the room I was stepping out of was kind of dark. And then I just stepped through the doorway into the sun. And I just had this, this moment of feeling like, yes, yes, this is This is where I am right now. Stepping out, out of the darkness and into the light in so many ways. Where are you at right now? What season of life are you in? Because in this life, you know, we're not stagnant, right? I heard this quote the other day and I just started dying laughing. The quote was, you can make changes. You're not a tree. (laughs) You can change your life. You're not a tree. (laughs) Oh, but in all seriousness, we go through seasons of life. We all do. Just like nature ebbs and flows, so do we. And this is the way that it should be. You know, we shouldn't be in one stage, season, phase all the time. Also, what would be the fun in that? I mean, really, really, if you think of your life as a movie or as a game or as an epic journey, don't you want a little bit of variety? Don't you want a little bit of change? Now, there's certain seasons where the change is coming quickly. It's, it's as if you're on a roller coaster ride and you think, okay, I'm on that part of the roller coaster where things are kind of slowing down. And then the roller coaster tricks you and starts going up and down and side to side and upside down. 
And some roller coasters can be really intense because you think, oh my God, is this ever going to slow the fuck down? Like, what is going on? And life can certainly be that way sometimes. But I think sometimes that's actually the point of things. Sometimes the point is to shake shit up so much that you are finally dislodged from the place that you were standing. And yeah, that means for a time you are in the air, free-floating or flying, headfirst at 90 miles an hour, scared out of your mind, but you're still moving. You're moving in a different direction. And, you know, the question becomes, what are you going to do in that season? Are you going to try and scurry back to where you were previously standing and make it work and make it work and make it work? Because this is what so many people do. It's certainly what I used to do for years. Things would be working out fine. Things would be great. And then all of a sudden something would happen. Maybe there was an internal change or an external change. And I would feel like things weren't working out so well. And then I would work so hard to get them back to where they used to be. When what the world, my authentic self, the universe was trying to tell me was that it, it was time for a change. It was time for a change. And that's certainly what I've been in for the last few months is a dislodging, a insane roller coaster ride. These brief little moments of clarity until I go back in for more twists and turns on that roller coaster of ambiguity. So I guess I'm wondering, you know, do you, first of all, do you even know what I'm talking about? Have you been through a season in your life where it just feels like all the old ways aren't working? And you know deep down in your bones that something needs to change. And yet, what it is that's changing, you don't have total clarity on. That's a season. All of our life isn't like that, right? But that can be a season, a season of change. So what do you do when you're in the space between? What do you do when the old thing isn't working, but you have yet to really land on the new thing? You have yet to have total clarity. What do you do when you are in what I call the liminal realm? That space, it's really filled with a not knowing. So I'm going to go through a few things that you can do in the space between, because this is a space that I know all too well. <laughs> uh, as you've heard in previous episodes, I change often and rapidly. So I feel like a lot of my time is actually spent in the space between. And so I've had to learn how to get my bearings. I've had to learn how to surrender in the space between. I've had to learn how to be okay in the space between. 
So today I'm going to talk about a few things you can do in the space between. So number one is anchoring. And there's a lot of different meanings of the word anchoring. In fact, in my workshop, Transform Foundations, which is all about having tools to feel good in your life, increase confidence, process difficult things. I actually have a tool called anchoring. And in the way it's described there is very, very different. Here, what I'm talking about when I say anchoring is to have or develop a firm sense of self that you can anchor down into. A few weeks ago, I had this group coaching session and I realized that it was really important that I talk about resourcing yourself. Resourcing is a term used in the sort of healing spaces in the world, these subcultures where everybody's always talking about healing. They use this term resourcing. What they mean by that is, well, actually, it depends on the way in which someone is using it. But the way in which I'm going to describe it here is when you resource, you are accessing a part of yourself that you are then using to your advantage and as a source of support. And oftentimes when we think about being in difficult or trying times, what's talked about the most is using a support network. You know, maybe asking for help from your coach and your therapist or using a workshop container that you might be enrolled in or a network, a small or even a large group of people or your circle of friends, your immediate or extended family, your partner, your parents, etc. But here's an interesting idea. What if your greatest source, what if your greatest resource for feeling supported and held and deeply loved was you? What would happen then? What if at any point, no matter what you were going through, you knew that someone was always there to support you and that someone was you. Now, a lot of times this is a really mind-bending concept because people think, well, I'm the one that's struggling, so how can I support me? And that's a really good question. So let me explain really quickly here using a concept in psychology called IFS or internal family systems. Internal family systems was developed by Richard Schwartz, Dick Schwartz, who is a psychiatrist. And he developed this concept of IFS after working with a lot of different clients particularly those that were struggling with things like eating disorders. And he noticed that while he was talking to them, they would say things like, well, this part of me, this part of me feels this, and this part of me feels this, and this part of me feels this. And he noticed, hmm, they weren't saying, I feel this, they were saying this part of me. And so over a series of decades, he really investigated this, and he discovered that we all have parts to us. We all have an internal family system of parts. There is a part of you that desperately wants to be seen and valued because maybe you weren't seen and valued when you were young. There is a part of you that gets easily 
triggered when someone says something hurtful to you. There is a part of you that maybe is easily angered. There is a part of you that knows that they can do anything. There are all these different parts of us, and we can access them at any time. And the interesting idea of there being different parts of us within is it reveals this idea that we are not just one person. We have different parts, and sometimes these different parts are activated. For instance, the last time you were triggered, the last time somebody said something to you that really hurt your feelings or angered you, something that you didn't like, what happened? It was almost like a part took over. There was a moment when you suddenly felt a bunch of charged emotions, the moment before you didn't, and then you did. So what happened there? Well, a part stepped in. So these different parts can sort of take front and center to our personality. Using IFS techniques, what you can do is you can actually start to access the parts. You can access the part of you that's maybe feeling something. You can access the part of you that needs healing. And you can also access the part of you that has never been hurt by past pain or experiences, and that is your full, most authentic self. And this part of you, the part of you that is whole and that has never been hurt, is the part that can support you. Now, there's all sorts of ways in which to apply this theory and to put it into use, to implement it, so to say. And I use that heavily in all three of my workshop offerings, which are called Trigger Free, Transform Foundations, and Your Life's Work. In all three of those, I help you get access to some of these parts and help you find ways to support yourself. But here's the important thing. When you can start supporting yourself, when you know what that feels like, when you just even get a taste, it shifts everything. Because when you can support you, you are no longer ever alone. You are no longer in a situation to where you have to deeply fear other people leaving or rejecting you, or you not having the support that you need, because you know deep down that you are what you need. And the nature of you is that you are always with you, and therefore you are never alone. And there's something so deeply, profoundly supportive there. So it's really important that we learn how to support ourselves that we can access these parts within us because that is what facilitates our anchoring. So when we are in this liminal space, this space between where the old has fallen away, but the new has not yet come, and we are being zigzagged around on the roller coaster and obstacles are hitting us right and left, and we don't know what's up and we don't know what's down, the one thing that can anchor us is not necessarily the ground, but our center, you, within. And anchoring into knowing that you are always with you, that even though you may always be changing and evolving, you are not doing it alone. 
and that there is always a support network within you that will uphold you and be with you wherever you are going. And so with number one, you can anchor, but you can anchor to sort of the center within. And then number two, paradoxically, something that you may not think about doing is don't hold on. Don't hold on. In a season of deep, deep change and transformation in this space between, what is purposefully happening to you is a dislodging. You are meant to evolve in that space. But that space can be deeply discomforting and it can be scary. And so our tendency, if it's not to scramble back to the place that we started and try and make things work the way that they always have been, our secondary tendency is to find something to hold on to. If you can imagine yourself on a roller coaster and then you reach your hand out and you're trying to find something to hold, that's not going to be great, is it? If you reach out, maybe you pass a tree branch and you're trying to hold yourself onto the tree branch, then you're going to have these two opposing forces. It's you sort of resisting and holding onto something while that cart is trying to move you forward. And oftentimes that creates this enormous amount of inner tension. That's what you might call resistance. Holding on is resistance to the sea of change that's happening around you. Now, sometimes your nervous system yourself is so triggered that it's hard to surrender and release control and not hold on. But sometimes if you can contextualize what's happening, if you can understand that you are just in a season that there is a period of cognitive dissonance happening and that you will be okay and soon there will be ground again. It can help you to loosen your grip and not hold on because holding on is always going to slow you down. In a season of change, there's always kind of a beginning and end. It's where you've come from and where you're going And you can get to where you're going quicker if you stop holding on. Holding on can come in many forms. It's an internal resistance. It's a bracing. It's a not acknowledging what's really happening. And when you don't acknowledge what's actually happening, you're self-abandoning. You are separating from yourself and what yourself is experiencing and the truth of your reality. If you know that you're unhappy, if you know that something isn't working, if you know that you are settling for something, if you know that you desire something else but you're purposefully repressing the thing in which you are desiring, if you are living your life for others instead of yourself, if you know anything deep down about your situation to which you are not acknowledging, that is a form of bracing and holding on. Denial is a form of bracing and holding on and prolonging that period in between. And the reason we deny things that we already know deep down is because we're afraid of what they might mean. Our mind, our overthinking mind, has at some juncture 
ran through a Rolodex of all the terrible possibilities that could come of not denying this thing, of fully acknowledging this thing. The overthinking mind doesn't very often think about all the amazing potential. It thinks about all the dreadful possibilities. We don't even know that this is happening because most of this isn't happening consciously. So if it's not happening consciously, how can you discern when it's happening? How can you know when it's happening? How can you know if it's even happening to you currently? Well, has there been a lot of change happening in your reality? Do things feel uncertain or uneven? Is there a sector or a part of your life, job, family, partnership, anything to which you are unhappy? If yes, there's then probably a place in your life where you are in a space between. Now, if you're in a space between, is there something that you are withholding? Is there something that you are not saying? Is there a part of your reality that's no longer working, but you just can't bring yourself to acknowledge that thing? What are you most afraid of happening? Sometimes in the space between, we don't know what's happening. As much as we search and search internally for seeds of clarity or in search of our own denial, it's really difficult to find. And we think, I don't know really what's happening. I just know that I have a lot of obstacles and things aren't working like they used to be. And I'm not maybe super happy. And there's a lot of difficulty. I know that things are changing, but I don't know in what direction they're heading in. If that's you, also, don't hold on. Don't hold on to bits of clarity that might come randomly. Don't hold on to fixed ideas or notions about what is happening. Don't hold on to the ups or downs of your emotions or feelings. Because anything that you hold on to or try to understand is likely going to continue evolving and changing until the season is done. And you will know when the season is done. How will you know? Because there's a shift that happens. There's a shift from sort of chaos to calm, a shift in the lighting, a shift in the energy, and a shift in your clarity, and your understanding. So today, right now, where in your life is change happening? How can you support yourself? How can you remember that you are not alone? And how can you simply let go and just start floating down stream. You don't have to keep dog paddling. You don't have to keep looking from side to side frantically. You don't have to keep wondering where the stream is going. 
because you are supporting you from within. And if you just let go and enjoy the ride, the stream will show you everything that you need to know. And slowly, the answers will arrive. You will find clarity. You will step in to your sense of self again. And as the stream slows to a halt, gently drifting you over to the side, take a nice, big, deep breath. And again, my friend, you will rise.